the new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the hosts, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms a community channel that sees all things new. I am Jennifer Nuya, streaming from Cavite, Philippines. You're watching Stories from the Fringe, Season 1, Episode 7. Please let me know that you can hear me well by typing into the chat box where you are watching us, where you are chiming in, and what interests you the most for today. You can also drop in your into the chat box your comments and or anything that you would like to share with us. For those who are tuning in to our channel for the first time, Stories from the Fringe is a platform that aims to push uncomfortable topics around around diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging from the fringe to the front and center of our con conversations. We aim to push and celebrate, empower individual differences like class, gender, ability, among others. And we believe that we can be a part of this collective vision. In order to make the most of our time together, we encourage you to be fully engaged and immersed with our guest today, Kali Chusejo. And how do we do that? Please prepare to take off or turn off all distractions and prepare to take mental notes or written notes. We are so glad that you have decided to join us today. Today, I'm delighted to welcome to our show, Chat. Kali Chusejo. Kali. Happy morning, TNC subscribers. And also, I want to welcome everyone. And thank you, Enya, for guesting me this morning. Awesome. Kali, can you please provide our viewers a brief background about yourself and the work that you do? 
Okay. Um, I just want to let people know that I'm Coach Kelly. I'm an uh, emotional intelligence and neurolinguistic programming coach. I, um, I usually uh, align the conscious state of mind and the subconscious state of mind. That's why I took both certifications. And mostly I develop programs uh, right now. Emotional intelligence is very high in demand due to this challenges that we are currently facing uh, in the pandemic. And uh, I'm a corporate trainer as well and a business consultant engaging with HR uh, practitioners on how to improve the culture of the company amid this uh, pandemic. So basically, uh, that's all that's the background I want, I want everyone to know. Uh, I don't want to uh, really, really dive down to all the details, but Basically, I used to work for a hospitality industry, and then now I'm I'm caught doing uh, something that is far from my degree. But rest assured, uh, there's a back backstory uh, why I really took emotional intelligence, and it, it's it's a personal uh, it's on a personal level actually. Mm -hmm. And would would it be all right if you share that backstory of mm -hmm. transferring from hospitality industry to <laughs> okay. your to your work right now. Okay. Um, actually, I, I already uh, narrated this to Anya on a, a very personal uh, engagement, and I would really want to share it with everyone. Uh, the reason why I took emotional intelligence, firstly, is because I came from a, a very tumultuous marriage. Uh, it was 14 years. Uh, it wasn't really a great one. I thought mm -hmm. I found my white and knight in shining armor i got married too early for my liking and uh because of that i i ended up leaving the marriage and it resulted into uh, a broken marriage and which affected my children i have two daughters and um although my eldest was more resilient than than the youngest the youngest uh, daughter of mine was the one uh who was really really affected by our our separation so one day uh after a long day at work i i caught her on the floor and she attempted to go uh, to end her life and it it really jolted me somehow so uh, i rushed her to the er and then uh they had to pump everything that she swallowed and uh it was a awakening call for me and then when i mm -hmm. asked her honey what, why did you do it you could have you could have talked to me oh mom mm -hmm. you were you were always too busy to talk to me uh, i knew you were you were a single mom and you were working for the family and and for that i knew that uh i knew that you'll be too busy for me and mm -hmm. i told her i'll never be too busy for you and mm -hmm. then she went to a psychiatric help took medicines and then from then on i helped her recover uh she did her own withdrawals from the medicines and then mm -hmm. from there i realized that uh, i think i i should really Go to go back to the drawing board of looking into the psychology of, of things because my original course was child psychology. That was my original course before I I went to hospitality industry. So when I gave birth, I shifted courses. So that's why the EQ uh, fascinated me. And then now uh, down the road, I'm really um, sort of like uh, paying it forward, uh, helping people, especially women who are single moms, women who are battered, 
women who are exposed to domestic uh, challenges, mm-hmm. uh, and and also uh, children who are a victim of these broken marriages. So, and then it just, you know, through my journey, I took the NLP because it's, uh, you know, uh, facing your past. And with facing your past, you, you could always uh, cure the person or let the person um, sort of like cope with whatever mm-hmm. past she had or he had and align it with the conscious state of mind. That's why uh, I took NLP as well. So right now, I'm just paying it forward. I'm, I'm uh, promoting emotional intelligence in the workspace, especially people who are not really attuned with working at home. Because, of course, the home is not designed for working, right? So, yeah, I think that's about it, Enya. I don't want, you know, to make your audience cry over my <laughs> sappy story. But, <laughs> but at least, guys, you know, uh, I, I, I was really uncomfortable before telling my story, especially now in Facebook Live or YouTube channels. Um, it, it, it's such a, a painful experience. But I learned to, you know, to rise above it and then mm-hmm. now i'm paying it forward by helping other people as well rise mm-hmm. above the, the challenge especially in this pandemic mm-hmm. and this was how many years ago kelly oh my god um i separated physically from my ex-husband around 1998 mm-hmm. so um uh, more than 20 years mm-hmm. so but when i took eq um i'm already like around three or five four years i guess certified mm-hmm. and uh for my nlp i'm uh, around turning two years i guess mm-hmm. so yeah th- that's about it and how is your daughter doing now oh she's doing better now mm-hmm. <laughs> she's doing much better and we have a better relationship now yes. so uh, now that i'm a consultant um mm-hmm. We, we always have this, uh, no, although we, we had bonding times before, you know, going out. But because of the pandemic, uh, we, we we normally can't do those things anymore. So we just do the best we can in the, ho- in the home. Mm-hmm. So when, when, you know, she will tell me, Mom, uh, I'm having this episode again and I need to talk to you. So, yeah, she's doing better. But actually, she's very instrumental in my uh, in my being a coach right now because uh, although I'm not a perfect coach, I'm not a perfect mom, just uh, mm-hmm. I just want to tell you um, I, I'm doing the best I can, uh, much better than before, of course. But mm-hmm. uh, of course, there are times that, of course, she would have to wait um, before I would really have time for, for our me time together. But mm-hmm. right now, it's so funny because um, because of the pandemic, we do ho- house chores together, we clean the bathroom together, we, mm-hmm. we, we try to cook together, like her favorite meals. And, you know, at least we, we try our best to adjust accordingly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And I agree, I agree with you, as mothers... Parents generally, I believe that if we really love our children, we can never be too busy, and mm-hmm. we can always carve out some time to spend with them, just to have a short chit chat, ask yes. how their day, how the, how their day was, right? And and then, uh, just to add on to that, uh, I'm a firm believer of Gary Chapman's five love language, and hmm. I was really, uh, I was really jolted also when I found out that her love language was quality time. 
So so I was I was ano I was the whole time I was um thinking like it was just receiving gifts or some or complimenting her but it was the top score so ever since then I was very conscious of time even if it's not uh, uh, I mean, long a time that I could share it with her. I make sure it's quality. So uh-huh. we, we, you know, we we joke together. We do our, we're like barcada. So when we had our first foreign trip in Taipei, uh-huh. Taiwan, we had a blast together with her uh, eldest sister. So yeah, uh-huh. we had a blast. So there. Yeah. That's a good thing that you emphasize about the different love languages. I think one mm-hmm. of the reasons why we tend to compensate gifts or um, to um, give compliments to people that we love probably that's because that's our love language and we feel that mm. if it makes me feel good then it must make other people good yes but mm-hmm. i suggest and if you haven't taken it yet i suggest you take it mm-hmm. so at least uh, usually you're la- like me my love language is i just want to share it with everyone is uh it's a tie between words of affirmation and acts of service. Maybe that's why I'm I'm really doing what I'm doing. And normally your love language would be what you want people to do for you and what you want to do for other people. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think I also, I, I took that several years ago and I think I also have words of affirmation and acts of of um service, service. yes we're your tie we're soulmates <laughs> but, but i wonder i'm curious does a person's love language change over time you know with the different experiences mm-hmm. that you gather over the years or does well, it stay the same uh, well, well, I guess Anya, if it's if you took it very early in uh, early on, like you took it like when you were a teenager, I guess it will change. But uh, like now we're professionals, uh, we're of age. I think it won't change anymore because mm-hmm. I I truly embraced my love language right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, but just just to um just to answer my curiosity probably i'll take it after this uh, after this session <laughs> <laughs> to see if there's any change yeah you should you should all right now i wonder what are the positive things or what were the positive things that have made an impact to you as you tried to overcome those challenging challenging times in your life wow uh, that's a tough question well, actually, uh, it it really uh, I really made a 180 degree turn. It, uh-huh. it was really a complete uh, reinvention of myself because when I was small, I used to be naughty. I only care about myself. But but after all these challenges, you know what made me survive that 14 years of our relationship that wasn't really healthy was my love for my children. So I guess it's um, I, I matured uh, not only loving myself but of of course loving um, my children and they were the ones who made me strong. Uh, right now, um, my my uh, probably my purpose and mission in life changed as well because uh, it starts from within and then you of course like with emotional intelligence, it's self awareness and then you go to awareness of others. So. Uh, sort of like it, it's different when you see when you, when you help people through mm-hmm. uh, through navigating their emotions, especially now, because mm-hmm. uh, as you may as you may know, uh, and I want the audience to know, 
the Filipino culture is uh, really initially a very strong culture. You know, grit-wise, we are very resilient. But because of the the generations now, you know, our parenting uh, changed. So uh, the grit the grit that we developed way back in our childhood days was not as strong as the young parents right now. So the children that you would see today are more uh, easy, easily uh, discouraged or easily depressed. So um, I really want to help those children. So actually, I've been coaching some uh, kids already uh, who are already suicidal. And, um, and uh, it's because of uh, poor parenting. Uh, parents are too absorbed in their in their jobs or in their businesses, and the children are not as resilient as that of our generation. So, yeah, I think uh, it really pivoted my um, my direction to really uh, reaching out more to families who would really need my expertise. So that's why I'm coaching and I'm I'm also doing mentoring for the the corporate. Uh, like the workforce. So, yeah, I, I guess it's a very in demand right now for the emotional intelligence in the workplace. Mm -hmm. okay. Now, you have mentioned about EQ. Do we have in the workplace, what are the competencies about EQ that we can apply in the workplace? Ah, okay. Uh, I guess uh, all six core competencies can be applied. Uh, one is, of course, we start from within, that is self-awareness, being mm -hmm. aware of your emotions and how you demonstrate it to your to your team. Because normally, if you're a leader and you show your anxiety and your stress and your frustration, it also sets the mood of your team's performance. So uh, I really start from mastering the self-awareness or knowing your emotions and how to process your thinking brain on how to positively respond to the event and not react to the event so mm -hmm. another one is uh this uh, as you perfect self-awareness you go to awareness of others because you mm -hmm. are aware of your emotions you are you begin to be sensitive now to the to the people around you how are they feeling are they having uh depression are are they having uh frustrations at work for delayed promotions or delayed gratification a lot of uh, a lot of reasons actually and then um, another one is being authentic um being uh being an authentic leader being a genuine leader uh, th that is very important in the workplace because a lot of leaders right now they wear masks they don't show the real you you know because probably it's for self preservation or they they don't want to get hurt so it's um, the core competency of, of uh, authenticity is empathizing. You know, you empathize with, with your team, with your colleagues. And then as you, as you move towards emotional reasoning, you don't have any limited uh, thinking. You, you have expansive uh, thinking. So uh, if you, for example, correct a, a, a team worker or you, know, you, you listen first, listen to understand. I mean, we are all going through personal issues, um, a work, workplace issues. So we really need to listen, you know, listen to understand and not be quick to judge. 
And then the next core competency, is, which is very, very important as well, is self-management. Because when you're able to, to really manage everything, yourself, your team, then the outcome is great as you move towards the last competency, which is positive influence, wherein you power, you empower people to, to, your, to your leadership, to your vision, to your strategy with all the positivity and you know, it's it when I teach it, uh, when when you start from self-awareness to the positive influence, you empower the leader. You become an aware leader, an empathetic leader, authentic leader, resilient leader. So it, it it's a whole thing. It's a whole dimension of really mastering the six core competencies of EQ, not only one. I guess it should be all. Mm hmm. Okay, so these core competencies that you mentioned from awareness of self to awareness of others up to self-management, which now brings us to having positive info, being a positive influence in the workplace. So are these the same competencies that our leaders need in the normal circumstances or do we need additional competencies now that we are in the middle of a pandemic? Actually, it, it can all do, also be applied in the in a personal level, especially in the family, because right now we are we are all fearful. And I've interviewed some workforce employees, and they they have anxiety and fear because of the mm -hmm. pandemic. The safety, the safety of their family members amid this pandemic of the Delta variant. So it it affects their performance in the workplace. So um, now to add on to that. Uh, I think um, it's the adaptability quotient that's been uh, raving lately in the trend. But if mm -hmm. I may, if I may give my opinion on it, I may not be an adaptability quotient certified practitioner. But I guess the adaptability part is uh, already part of EQ under mm -hmm. self management, which is your resilient level. So. Uh, I guess Filipino people are basically resilient. I think you all agree to that. We yes. we innovate ways on how to cope, even if the government is really trying their best to really help the Filipino people, but we, they can only do so much. So yeah. if, if we all team together, like this community pantry that started that started with a lot of locations, and it it's sort of like. Um, part of EQ already in itself. So it's just like uh, Philippi Filipino people know about the EQ already. Maybe they, they just don't know what core competency they're doing. So yes, yes, it, I could relate it to the present times, yes, to answer your question. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that, Kali. So now we are giving a framework or a name to the things yes. that Filipinos are using or doing, not only mm -hmm. to survive, but to thrive amidst yes. this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned earlier about thinking. So we have this emotional, uh, emotional brain and the thinking brain. Can we have a, a quick discussion on that? Can you oh, share sure. about that? Actually, I, I'll be gladly, I'll, I'll gladly teach our audience as well or orient them of the six seconds technique that I've been uh, promoting in all my EQ classes. So normally, guys, when when we when we are uh, faced with an occurrence, whether it's a, a bad or a good event, we have a fight or flight 
response to it. And it's only uh, given on a six uh, seconds time frame. So mm -hmm. it's either you will react to it, like run away from it, or mm -hmm. engage with it. For example, I'll give an example. If somebody slaps your face, I think the ultimate reaction of a normal person will, will be to slap back or to, to have a verbal engagement, right? But guys, you know, if, if you know the six seconds technique, wherein the emotional brain would, would, uh, would process the event itself to think, to answer the question, is it rewarding or, or threatening? So mm. definitely, if you were slapped, that's a threatening event, right? So what happens to the emotional brain if you just stick there and you you don't uh, exceed the six seconds uh, time frame? It's not going to the thinking brain anymore to process further. So what happens is we react to the occurrence, which is like which is a bad thing to do. So what mm -hmm. I advise you to do is take a deep breath. And try to exceed the six seconds and try mm. to transfer it to your thinking brain. The mm. thinking brain now will process it. So if the emotional brain says that it's uh, um, threatening, then the, the thinking brain will say, okay, it's either you disengage mm -hmm. or you take a quick break and I will try to uh, compose a sentence to get the feedback or to, get to, the, to respond to it. That's it. So either you walk away because it, it's, it's something threatening, it's self-preservation, or you will respond to it by saying like, uh, this is an EQ person, how she would he or she would respond. Like, I know, I know you're mad right now. So for now, since your emotional level is very high, I guess we'll we'll let's just talk about it when we're all at the same neutral emotional. Uh, situation wherein we could dis discuss this without emotions. Mm. I know it's hard to do. I know that's it is. Hard to do, I imagine but, it. <laughs> but remember, remember, the, the trick there is if you exceed the six seconds and you let your thinking brain process the emotion and name the emotion, you would see that your heart rate will go down. Mm -hmm. And as you engage your thinking brain, your emotions now will go down and you you will now activate your uh, critical thinking or decision making. So as you activate that in your subconscious, your emotional uh, level right now will be lowered. So you, you'll be able to manage now. That's why some people will, will just close their eyes and just take a deep breath before they reply to an impulse. So that is the best way. I know it's hard to do. It takes practice. Sometimes I'm also guilty. I'm a coach. But sometimes I get my emotions get the best out of me. But if you really practice the technique, you will be able to find it. Wow, I was able to be the bigger person. Because if you see persons that are really uh, engaging, like in the Facebook, isn't it funny? Like, wow, look at this. Two people arguing over such a trivial matter. So, I mean, it looks really funny. But if you see a person who, who is, you know, emotionally stable in spite of a person who is attacking, you respect the person, right? That would be our reaction to if we are viewing something, an occurrence like that. So that is something that I want to teach your audience. And another one is I want you to 
always name your emotions like as as it happens uh with occurrence otherwise you will be um experiencing later on a uh, condition in psychology which is termed as alexithymia that's a, that is a condition wherein you get depressed and you get to a suicidal state already why does it happen because you bottle your emotions you mm. shove it at the back of your head which is bad like for example uh, a lot of people are undergoing grieving right now because of all the deaths of of loved ones now if you don't let your emotions out and you keep it bottled up that's bad for your body uh you have to go through the process you have to name the emotion you have to embrace it you have to process it you have to let the thinking brain process it so i've been uh, doing some also uh grieving techniques uh for nlp for people who are having a hard time grieving as well because the power of the thinking brain uh is not yet and it's not yet known as you mm -hmm. may know it's uh, uh, albert einstein isaac newton they were only using one third of the capacity of the brain mm -hmm. and the two-thirds is still unknown mm -hmm. so it, it's it's mind over body it's it's really the power of the mind mm -hmm. so if we are able to navigate our emotions positively we activate our creative thinking we activate our critical and problem solving thinking as well so uh i guess I, I i'm sorry i was going on and on with that but in a nutshell that's that's really what i want people to know about the importance of eq right now in this pandemic mm -hmm. yeah no worries kali we're learning so much thank you for differentiating the emotional and the thinking brain because for us and for me personally i've always thought that when it's brain it's it always is associated with thinking and with emotions mm -hmm. it's the heart so now yes. we're saying that there's this emotional brain and there's mm -hmm. this thinking brain mm -hmm. and then no my, my objective and guys really having your your emotional and your thinking brain have coffee together <laughs> it's 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 sort of like a balance of things you know you you it's just uh eq is basically navigating your emotions to the for the uh to produce positive results not mm. the negative results that's in a nutshell i mean that's that's how i would want people to use your emotions in a positive way mm. so there all right so we'll go for a quick break kali and then okay when we come back we'll discuss some more okay sure
PNC is a live stream platform of online shows for people on the go. Please watch all our shows as seen on the screen. Imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging authentic and original content. Our vision is to become a global 24-7 live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, intelligence, and ingenuity. Of course, I encourage you to support, continue support Stories from the Fringe, live streamed every Thursday, 10.30 Philippine Standard Time. You can watch live or on replay via Facebook or YouTube. Also follow us on IG. And we heard you listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Just search hashtag TNC now for TNC now for sponsorships. Please email now at thenewchannel.com or send us a direct message. Enjoy these life-changing shows because we made them just for you. And before we forget, it's 93 days before Christmas. If you haven't, if you haven't bought any of the gifts or are still still stamped with completing your wish list, head on over to Private Pop Avenue PH at IG. There you will be able to see unique accessories and also check out their Philippine Turno, which comes in different designs and popping colors. All right, so can we now... Can we now call Callie back? Yes, we're back. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we were talking before we went for a short break. You mm -hmm. mentioned about using EQ during this pandemic. So all the more that it is important that we practice EQ in this pandemic. What is your most recent experience of um, a person? that was helped by using EQ in this situation? Okay. Um, I have uh, actually two executive friends um, who are, who belong, who belonged formerly in a big company. Uh, the, the, my wife, the girlfriend of mine or the, the partner, uh, used to be an AVP of a big uh, corporation, one of the top 5,000. And then her husband um, was uh, sort of like the VP already. So they both lost their jobs uh, due to this pandemic because the company was not able to uh, retain them. Uh, the, they had to be... Uh, uh, they have to be. They had to be included in the people who were um, uh, retrenched due to the high cost of the salaries. So uh, the 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 house that they were living in was under mortgage, and they had to pay a lot of uh, you know existing loans for it. And the company, the the cars that they have were all company owned, so they were left with no cars. So mm -hmm. just imagine the 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 pivot of what happened to their lives. So, of course, they had children yet to to send to school, 
and uh, she reached out to me and she told me about uh, what they were going through and she was already in a near breakdown and she told me that Kali I really don't know what to do anymore uh, I think I've lost hope and my husband is already thinking of ending his life and um, and both of them are really good friends of ours and uh, I offered uh, uh, sort of like a coaching session for her I didn't charge her anymore for that I just told her that I have this program that might be able to help her. So I did the uh, the Achiever Mindset program for them. Uh, it's aligning the conscious state from the subconscious. So with that, I did a lot of uh, timeline techniques to know their past and also to align it with the current uh, situation that they were in. So I was able to resolve a lot of hurts that they had in the past. That's why they have a hard time coping right now because they both belong to a family that were really well well to do so their their grip when they were kids were were not really formed uh very well so that's why everything was always going smoothly for the both of them so so uh i wasn't surprised when when this pandemic hit them and it caught them off guard then uh it sort of like uh crushed them into pieces so i did the eq with them i did also the alignment for the nlp and then i was able to guide them what to do so what mm -hmm. the husband did was he did would you believe guys he did grab delivery and uh my my wife friend or the, his wife who is very close to me because she's very good in cooking, she decided to cook and then the, the, the husband will deliver the food. And then I was so happy because they were so busy and then whatever savings they had, they were really selling on the top top scale. Uh, I mean, the people who are rich who are you know, too lazy to cook, say they were delivering it in the posh subdivision. And wow, they, they, they started earning and, and, and stuff like that. And they were getting, getting on, the, on the right track. And then they were having these positive things already. And then eventually, as, uh, as the pandemic was already improving, they were, they were already thinking of putting up their own business with this food business. So uh, they, they had uh, sort of like, uh, they call this e-commerce thing set up in Facebook for the, for the food. So they, they take orders and then uh, she widened also her, her selections. And then now she's, they're doing it as a business and they're no longer burned out. And I think it's a perfect example of uh, how EQ and NLP helped help this couple because just imagine from a corporate top position they lost almost all, lost everything but of course they were saving so they were able to thrive and with the right direction and coaching i was able to help them so with that mm -hmm. i'm so happy because um she told me that kali you know uh, had you not suggested I, that I tried my cooking, I wouldn't have thought of it. And, and no, actually, it came from you because when I was doing the, the session, um, it came out on all, on all her strengths and weaknesses and, and what she's really passionate about. And then I just, um, I just sort of like uh, emphasized her passion mm -hmm. and just redirected whatever... Uh, passion she had and then ma maximize the end result so with 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 the husband the husband is now putting up his own as well because he's very good in logistics so he's planning to put up like something that would compete with grab or or uh lasada or something like that because they're only 
three major players like we have the Food Panda, we have the Grab, and then we have the Lazada. So uh, there's no problem putting up another fourth player, right? So mm. I guess uh, they're doing much better and uh, they're no, they no longer need the job because um, they were able to catch up with the, you know, they have savings naman. But of course, the impact is really great. You know, when, when you lose your job, you lose your car. <laughs> I mean, and then you have bills to pay. Of course, it adds up. But it's good that uh, I, when I used to be a financial planner, I was able to help them plan their finances as well. So, yeah, I think. I think the trust was there and and they were laughing at me before because how how did you move from a financial planner to an EQ and NLP coach so there you go so yeah I think I think that's one perfect example of how I helped a couple really thrive in this and survive in this pandemic Mm-hmm. Earlier in our conversation, Callie, you gave a disclaimer that you're not a perfect mother, you're not a perfect coach, <laughs> but you just gave our viewers a perfect story of a couple who used this pandemic, somewhat a loss on their part in the beginning, but they used their strengths to be able to recover and come back stronger. Yes. Are you proud of yourself? Yes, I am. I am. I am actually Anya. I'm I'm uh, actually I'm elated because she the, the couple is very close to us, my husband and I, and we're gym mates and we spin together. And when I found out her position and her husband's position, what? You're a VP or a AVP and we're bumping each other and sweating each other's hearts out and you were you were you belong to this company. Wow, I, I was really shocked. And then that time I was doing, you know, here and there consultancy. So, you know, I I I you know I, I was a little intimidated but of course i never thought because mm. she was not you know she didn't look like an avp to me mm. <laughs> sorry so sorry friend you might be listening mm. but <laughs> of mm. course of course i know she knew that and then she told me you know you you fit better the position your profile and stuff nah i've been there <laughs> i've done that you know i've i've risked the life of my daughter already far mm. enough mm. and uh at the end of the day it's not God won't ask you what 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 are what their accomplishment is world mm-hmm. how much you have accumulated but how much pe- uh, how many people you have lived so uh, I want to quote uh, Mother Teresa uh, which is talagang close to my heart uh, mm-hmm. that it's not in the number mm-hmm. of the people you have helped it's mm-hmm. really helping people uh, each day that you can and mm-hmm. helping the people you are closest to. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm just paying it forward. And, you know, the satisfaction is much better than when I was in the corporate, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get rewards and recognition here and there, top mm-hmm. salesman or whatever, or or uh, um, employee of the year award. But, you know, uh, when I compare it to the to the happiness that I see when, when I coach, like, kids right now, like mm-hmm. uh, millennials and Gen Zs, and I see them rise above whatever depression they might have uh, and they're no longer suicidal anymore mm-hmm. and then I was able to uh, bring the family together I think wow I mean that's that's something that is can't be taken away from me because I've been there I've been in that position so it, it, it's different when you experience it and when you're just a coach that mm-hmm. you, you never went through that like for mm-hmm. example 
uh, just a segue, when I coach battered women abroad, like I, I coach an Indian woman, I coach an Australian woman, an American woman, a British woman. I mean, you know, we will cry and cry, but at the end of the day, when I process them and I help them and I see them being productive and then they share mm -hmm. Uh, their stories in Facebook and they tag me. Oh my God, that's so priceless, Anya, because you have transformed a life of a person mm -hmm. and you made that person productive again because depression is something that makes you numb. It makes you mm. unproductive. It, it it stops your life. It, it eats mm. you up. It makes mm. you sick. So uh, when you see a person transform themselves and go out of that cocoon, like in a caterpillar, and they go out and become a butterfly again and fly. Wow, that's the biggest, I mean, fulfillment that any coach could, could feel. And no money or no no uh, monetary uh, I know, could relate to that. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's how I feel. So I guess I'm, I'm on, on the right track with, with regards to my coaching and mentoring and training. And when you, when you receive um, good feedback from your participants from training, from EQ sessions, and thank you, Coach Kelly, for, you know, mm -hmm. for, this, for these two days, I learned a lot. Oh, my God, it's, it makes my day, even if I got so tired, like I was telling you earlier, today i really had three full days of training and it really eats up your batteries you know but mm -hmm. but when you at the end of the day when when you when you receive positive feedback and that's one of my love language which is words of affirmation oh my god and yeah i couldn't couldn't really describe mm -hmm. the feeling and i guess what you're doing in your in this channel i'm i'm really proud of you and when you invited me i'm so proud of you because you are really uh you're more aggressive than i am i mean you're reaching out to more yeah it's true because your your reach is are uh, far far better than mine because I'm more into the private reach, reaching out. I'm not really into into this kind of a scale, but mm -hmm. yeah, I just want to 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 comment on you also for for this kind of a, a channel wherein mm -hmm. you your your purpose and your mission is very aligned with me, and that's why I I really agreed to this uh, session. And I told you I'm not I'm camera shy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. This is guys. Actually, this is my first time to be in Facebook Live. <laughs> I don't even have Facebook Live in my own Facebook page, and I I, I have my own Facebook page. It's Coach Cali Joseho, but uh, mm -hmm. I never ventured into this kind of a, a scale. So yeah. And Anya, uh, my hat's off to you. Uh, you're doing a good job. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you for that, Kali. I'm so touched. I'm so moved by your kind words. Uh, for those who are not um, familiar with me, actually, they will think that I'm this extrovert, but actually, I'm introvert. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, I'm you're, not, you're not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I, I I mean the way you laugh, because guys, I'm an extrovert. Okay, I am an extrovert by heart. So yeah, knowing Anya, I mean we just actually we met in LinkedIn, guys. We're uh, we, you 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 might see our interaction with like we're really close or besties, right? But we're we we just engage in in Facebook. I in LinkedIn. So uh, yeah, I'm surprised about that. Can you elaborate more on that? Yeah, I'm an introvert, so. 
I mostly just keep to myself. So after this session, I would have to have hours of recharging my batteries. And how do you recharge your batteries? If you don't mind sharing it with us. Well, I, I recharge my batteries either by sleeping, taking a nap, by <laughs> listening okay. to soothing music or meditating, or okay. sometimes I journal. Wow. <laughs> so thank okay. you so much. So actually, it's not me. I believe that it's not me who has this idea of having this this show. I, I, I want to think that it was God who called me to this. Yes. Because again, if it was only um, by myself, I wouldn't have done it. Because I, I, I couldn't even see myself. I couldn't imagine myself also doing a live stream. But <laughs> but opportunities came, and then I uh, I had signs from God, and it felt that everything was just smoothly coming. Like guess when I asked them. Uh, okay, so so for my viewers, this is the first time I'm sharing this. <laughs> Good. <laughs> when I was offered this opportunity by a friend, I was thinking, okay, so am I qualified? Am I um am am I not going to embarrass myself? Am I not going to look stupid when I do that? But uh, and then when I I tried to reach out to people i asked them are you going to um are you going to guess on my show are you willing to to share your story your background and your work and how we can make a world uh, our world a more diverse inclusive and equitable world for all and i just sent out that email just an email blast and i was thinking okay please at the back of my mind please make them say no please make them say no so that i would have an excuse not to pursue the idea but then I think that I imagine God, he, he was smiling, you know, Riley probably, or he was chuckling. I was saying, okay, I'm going to send these people, <laughs> all <laughs> people that I sent the, the email to. They immediately responded to me and said, yes, we, we would be honored. We would be privileged to share our story. And I was like, okay, God, so this must be you because yeah. if it was only for me, this wouldn't have happened. And then that's that's the start. Wow, I guess I guess I know I could relate to what you're saying because uh, I guess I had to go through that experience in the past mm -hmm. because my the uh, what what uh, God's divine purpose for me is what I'm doing right now and I mm -hmm. can relate to that because um, uh, as a coach you cannot coach someone if you haven't gone th gone through that experience mm -hmm. it will not come out as authentic or as genuine as you can it's like teaching something that you have no knowledge of you just googled it and then just <laughs> develop the module right so you, mm -hmm. you really need to have a, a, a first touch experience so you know um, just just for the viewers out there who are uh, probably or in denial uh, of your depression you know, uh, something that you, it, uh, an advice that I could pro probably give you guys, and what I always tell my daughter, of course, uh, she, she will always have this uh, depression uh, episode still, in spite mm -hmm. of uh, me nurturing her and coaching her. Uh, I told her what I told her, you know, honey, every time that you feel these episodes, why don't you write it down? Uh, write down how you how you're feeling and then and she's a very good writer and uh you compile that in a journal and then probably make a book out of it 
and then uh and then from there you could relate and help people who are depressed make a book out of it and and tell them how they how you rose above the 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 challenge of of, the, of depression and from there maybe that's your mission because you write ve- you write very well so and and it will be sort of like a, a counseling thing for you it will be like something that could help you also relieve yourself and then she told me yes mom i'll i'll do that yes mom i'll do that so it it, it helps you also recover you know, and when you process your emotions and you don't deprive it and you let it all out, you process it with your thinking brain, then probably your depression state will will be minimized already. Mm-hmm. So I think those are my tips for for people who are undergoing uh, tough times right now with your emotions. You you have a hard time navigating it and managing it. I guess you should write it down, like what uh, what Anya was saying a while ago. Her her recharging time is like sleeping, taking a nap. Um, journaling because it's really, it really helps. Huh? People who are depressed when they do the journaling, it really helps. It's like a diary of your emotions, and mm-hmm. and probably you can put emoticons on your day one. You know, it's a happy day, and and you would see how you're you're growing. So, because right now a lot of people are are the emotions are all over the place, and yeah, and I can only do so much because I'm mm-hmm. only one. And sad to say, not all coaches. Uh, like me are really uh practicing it uh on on a pro bono or whatever it is um they they're more into the money money driven objectives i'm not into of course we need the money but of course there there will be times that you really need to do the pro bono once in a while you know when people are not equipped uh monetarily and uh i think I think not to not to lift myself up. I think that that this what sets me apart from other coaches. I mean, I do it more for passion. And uh, my mentor would always tell me for uh, for NLP, "Ha, ah, you're doing pro bono again? How are you going to earn that?" And then he would always snag me, and then I would always tell him, um, it, "It's not. Uh, I don't find uh, not that I'm." bragging that i don't need the money of course i need the money too i'm i i I also have a family to feed but basically it's you know you will see the money if a person can or cannot afford you or no or you just have to adjust accordingly but it's not i don't do this for money guys i really do this to help people i mean Mm -hmm. and and then it goes back to you enya you know these people who i helped in pro bono You'll mm-hmm. be surprised. They'll they'll uh, have something delivered for me, like a whole sushi platter of uh, you, you know. Are you into sushi, Tita? Something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it goes back. Uh, you know, uh, whatever you did, it goes back a lot of different unique ways. So, mm-hmm. so with me, I mean, I hope coaches out there. I mean, uh, not that I'm you know, I, I encourage you. I mean. Practice your EQ, practice your NLP, help more people, especially in this COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. let's not let's not do the monetary objective as a primary reason for doing this. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go out there and use our skills, you know, to mm-hmm. help more, do more, and be the person we are better than the to be the better person today than yesterday, as Father mm-hmm. Dave would say. So, and uh, to to add more to what Anya said, uh, I think what I'm doing, I always pray for discernment. And mm-hmm. I think God gave me so many opportunities as well. Even if I had the pro bono, it comes mm-hmm. back to me a hundredfold. I don't, 
<laughs> I mean, I and then I I started the no, and yeah, I want to share with you also. I started tithing before. I'm not a, a believer of tithing, eh? Because, diba for Catholics, talagang you only put what you can afford. But for some religions, talagang they tithe mm-hmm. talaga ten yes. percent of your income. And you know, when I started doing that, I mean, my God, the, the returns are different. Mm-hmm. It's really different. I had an mm-hmm. argument pa nga with my husband because you're giving 10% of that. Yeah, but it it's annoying. Do you see the projects coming in? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean it's ano, when you help other people and you give 10% of your income for every project that I make. I mean it go it comes back. I mean it's it's something and I I know people right now are tight tight right now in money. But when mm-hmm. you share your blessings with other people, it's it's mm-hmm. different. I can't mm-hmm. I can't describe it, but I really want you guys uh, to encourage you guys because before I'm not a fi- believer of tithing also. Pero mm-hmm. bumabalik din naman in Tagalog. It comes back to you a hundredfold, yeah. whatever you give. So yeah, I just want to yeah uh, put it out there as well. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, another proof that we cannot outgive the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. And he's there, he's there, and I feel him. And and I know maybe there's there's a reason why we we've known each other in LinkedIn that he had a bigger purpose for the both of us. And I hope this won't be the last time that we'll we'll be uh, doing a project together. And I hope we'll, in the future we'll be doing more and probably help more people through this channel. So yeah, let's claim that. Yeah. yeah, for more <laughs> more collaborative projects in the future and more yeah. opportunities to help other people. Yes, yes. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yes. Kali, this has been a wonderful time uh, with you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your background with our viewers in Stories from the Fringe. Now, how can they continue the conversation with you? How can they connect uh, with you on social media? Okay, actually, uh, just uh, look for me in Facebook, uh, Kali Chosejo, and you'll see me there with my <laughs> with my cutie face. And yeah, let's hook up and let's talk. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Dear viewers, if you love today's session, we encourage you to continue watching us. Please be with us next Thursday, September 30th, again, 10.30 a.m. Philippine Standard Time. And if you love today's session, let us know in the comment section in the chat box what you loved about it. And also from a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest, how would you rate today's episode? All right. And before we go, let me thank Direct Mavin, Direct Monica, who are helping us behind the scenes, taking care of the logistics. Thank you also to our executive producer, Apple uh, Esplana Manasala, also Cholita Esplana, one of our avid supporters. Thank you also to Rizel Ramirez, Ryan Nuya, also Lady Love Delgado. Nuya. Oh, before I forget, Lady Love Delgado Nuya. Thank you for watching and also Hector Vergara. I'll see you again next um, next Thursday. You have a good rest of your day or evening depending where you are in the world. God bless you all.